And welcome back to our book talk segment of the program today. Great to welcome a man who's written a very interesting book, and I think it's going to uh, touch a lot of people's lives. I think we've all had something similar, a story of uh, of our dads and uh, maybe the, the home country where they came from, and this book is uh, really kind of touches on that. It's called A Cobblestones, Conversations, and Corks, A Son's Discovery of His Italian Heritage. We're joined today by uh, Giovanni Ruscitti. He's a lawyer, very talented man, a public speaker, and uh, he wrote the book about his father and his kind of going back to to his father's uh, original town over in Italy. We'll find out about it. And uh, Giovanni joined us by telephone today, I believe from out in Colorado. And uh, Giovanni, good to talk with you. How are you? Great, Doug. Thanks for having me on. I really uh, am I right? Is it Colorado you're out here today? Yep, I'm sitting in my office in Boulder. It's a great day out here, beautiful blue skies. So. Uh- I've only been there okay. once. I have to. I have to get back there. It's it's a, it's a beautiful part of the country, so I, I will get back out there. But uh, I, I enjoyed the book uh, for for several reasons. But uh, one is I grew up in a town, Long Island, just outside of uh, the city of New York, and uh, predominantly Italian and Irish in the town I grew up in. I'm not either one, but I uh, heard many stories, kind of similar to yours, of, uh, of friends of mine's grandparents or even maybe dads who came from uh, the old country in Italy. So uh, I, I enjoyed it from that aspect. But I guess from your aspect. Uh, it really was kind of a moving story for you, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, it, it was initially it started off as not a, not a book per se, but really a tribute to my father. He he had asked me to write his story uh, right before he passed away. Uh, I mean, my dad was a very fascinating person. Uh, he, he was an ordinary person who lived this uh, extraordinary and inspiring life. Uh, you know, he came here at age twenty one from Italy after. You know, experiencing extreme poverty in central Italy uh, with just a shirt on his back and uh, became a very successful person in many, many ways. And um, he was one of those guys who was friends with everybody and could talk to the CEO of the organization and also the, the, the custodian. And he was just this amazing personality. And um, I had the opportunity in 2020, really I was kind of moved by all of the, all the negative things that were happening and all this negative focus on, on immigrants, which I just thought was unfortunate. And I, I thought, you know, I'm going to sit down and start writing out this tribute to my dad. And and then in the process, Doug, it became, it's, it's a memoir, so it became also a lot about me and discovery of who I am and my background. And, and what I realized is I was, I was impacted in so many positive ways by my father and, and by my mother, who's from the same town. And and their their lifestyle and their culture and the things that they taught us and what they went through. So, you know, I, I think it's a book that a lot of people will relate to because we all have, as you said at the beginning, we all have stuff like this that we can connect uh, to the story with. Yeah, my, uh, my grandparents, uh, both sides, uh came from a uh, part of Canada that uh, maybe not too many people know about, Newfoundland. And when they came here, there really wasn't much there. So they really almost had to come. At least my grandparents uh, came to America. A similar kind of story, obviously, from a different country, but not much there for them as far as jobs or not great jobs. So, uh, yeah, I think everybody has somebody in their family. Or if they don't, uh, they know somebody that, that has gone through kind of what your dad went through. It's kind of the American story, isn't it? For sure, for sure. And, yeah, it's, it's a classic American dream, and it, it really, at its core, is it's also it's a love story. It, it, for for me, it, it was a love story, you know, father son story. But also, I was able to tell my parents' story of their relationship. They met as seventeen and fourteen year olds um, in Central Italy, and they they were married for sixty two years. It's a it's a love story with this town and region in Central Italy, 
And of course, you know, we're Italian, so it's also a love story about the culture and food and wine and, and the things that, that Italians do that are just um, so different and unique from what we do here yeah, no that I, I think we can learn from. And again, the, the, the backdrop again uh, when your dad uh, came over here was uh, during World War II, right? I mean, obviously the Nazis were uh, invading uh, Italy, and, and I guess the town is Consano. Am I pronouncing that correctly? That's where he was from? Yeah, you are. Uh, the town is Consano. It's, it's in a, a mountainous part of, of central Italy. And what was happening in, in 1943, um, you know, Italy at that time was aligned with, with Germany and the Nazis, unfortunately. Um, and they were they were losing kind of their strength in the war, thank goodness, right? And right. Um, but what the, what, the, what the Nazis started doing was moving in through central Italy and taking over these small towns in the mountains because they knew the Americans and and the Polish forces were coming up through Sicily. And they, they took over towns like Consano and literally forced the people to go live in the hillside and in the winter in rough, rugged conditions. Um, so they were already poor, Doug, and then they, <laughs> they experienced extreme poverty and misery mm. for about six months. And when they came out of that and they returned to their towns, everything was gone. They, all their possessions were either taken or broken or destroyed. And they had to start over, and uh, it, it was a challenge for them. So there was this mass exodus and immigration to various places like Canada, um, Australia. And for my family, ironically enough, they didn't stop in places like New York, although some of them did. They continued west to Colorado and, and made their way to where I grew up, Frederick, Colorado, which is an equally small town. I was going to ask you about that because, uh, like I said, I grew up in New York. A lot of them, came, most came through New York, uh, Canada, I know, big uh, Italian population. I never really heard that there was a large population, at least at that point, uh, in Colorado. Was that common or was that kind of unusual for your, for your family? No, it was very common. Um, yeah. What happened was these, you know, these, these men primarily would, would leave Italy to, to find work and, and to make money for, for their families back home because there was none, there was really no jobs in central Italy, in central Italy at that time. So they, they came here, and the only work that they could find, of course, was you know, difficult work, and it was coal mining. And uh, there was a lot of coal mines in Colorado, and so they, you know, one member of the family or from the town would come here and get it, you know, make some money and go back and give it to the family, or they would bring other people here. And so you had this this big part of Consano, which wasn't a big you know place in the first place. It was two or 3,000 people. But most of them immigrated away, and most of them came to Colorado, to Frederick. So when I was a kid growing up, I heard more Italian than I did English. <laughs> um, in fact, I didn't really speak until I was five or six. And uh, it was a very Italian community. And you, it would be incredibly common, and this is my life as well, you would see these old Italians butcher goats or, or, or lamb, and they would be making wine or prosciutto and dried cheeses and, and, che- and dried sausages. And it was a very Italian place because it's what they knew. Sure. And, and they were able to keep the sense of community, which kept them together. And, and they all, they all uh, were able to survive and, and, and prosper and do well. I know we have limited time today, but the, the book, and you describe it so well, uh, the, the, your experiences of going back to uh, that town and uh, where your dad and your mom grew up and uh, what you saw and what you learned, uh, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, obviously, that was uh, an important part of your life to do that. Uh, did you learn anything maybe you didn't expect by uh, going over there? 
Uh, I, Doug, we don't have enough time for me to, to tell you all the things, but the, the book became kind of a discovery of my own identity, um, right. which I didn't really have an appreciation for. Um, I mean, I always knew, of course, that I was an Italian-American, but I, I hadn't been there. It was my first time there was in 2013, and I was fortunate enough to go with my parents and my wife and two of our three kids. And and all the stories that he had told me came to life. And and and, and suddenly, and it was kind of like a, a living history, right? We He told these stories, and some of them were very meaningful, like the ones about World War II and how these people were touched. But all of a sudden, my, my true sense of identity came out. And I think we all have that story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, what I'm hoping for, you know, if people read Cobblestone's Conversations and Corks, they, they, they're inspired by my, my father's story and, and, and find something that they can attach to and discovering who you are and uh, living your life to, to its fullest. My dad used to say all the time, you can do it, um, yeah. which still resonates in my mind yeah. whenever I need that little pickup. You can do it. Give the title one more time, Cobblestones, Conversations, and Corks, a son's discovery of his Italian heritage. And uh, Giovanni Rashidi has been our guest today. And uh, Giovanni, give out a website, uh, if you will. We'll put a link on our website as well. But where can they get more about the book? Yeah, you can go to LinkedIn and just you know uh, look me up in LinkedIn. So just type in Giovanni Rashidi. Also, you can go to Radius Book Group, um, Google Radius. They're my publisher, and uh, you'll have all the information there. And, of course, you can buy the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere books are sold. Great. Giovanni, pleasure talking to you. Hopefully we can do it again down the road, but uh, thanks for being with us today. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, and I'd love to come back. Stan Brock. 30 years ago, I formed Remote Area Medical to help people overseas. But then we found generations of families in America isolated by poverty from the health care they need. Together, we can take dental, vision, and medical help to a million adults and their kids right here at home in the United States of America. 